our, our series, I've got one more Sunday in it. I really wanted to stay on this because I think it kind of ties in a little bit with what we're, what we're sen- sensing here this morning. My message today, I'll have one more Sunday in this foolproof, conquering conflicts. Conquering conflicts. Uh, Proverb, again, this is about practical wisdom. I know this is the, these messages that I've done over the last several weeks have not been, uh, th- these have been very practical messages. These are messages that you can, that you can put in your lunchbox, man. You can carry them with you wherever you go because they are where the rubber meets the road. If you want to know how to live the overcoming Christian life that God has for us, get in the book of Proverbs. If you've not done so, make it a part of your daily reading. Uh, read a chapter a day. Uh, if, if you don't have time to read a chapter a day, read a few verses a day. Because the practical wisdom that you find in Proverbs helps you in every facet of your life. Tells you how to be a good husband, tells you how to be a good wife, tells you how to be a great business person, it tells you how to be free from from interpersonal relationships, it tells you how to manage your money, it it tells you everything you need to know, know, and it's all very pragmatic, something that we don't need a higher education, we just need to do what it says. And so that's why I did this series, is because... We live in a world that's contested, uh, and what I mean by that is that there's, there's tension all around us, uh, and today we're battling things that we scratch our head and wonder, how can we live the victorious Christian life in a world that's filled with, with such hatred and, and divisiveness as we see today? Well, the Bible teaches us how to do that. The Bible shows us in a very practical and pragmatic way how you and I can conduct ourselves. Again, the Bible says we're to come out from among the world and do what? And be separate. But then in another place, he said, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. So, so I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. And I'm to live in the world, but I'm to come out from the system of the world and not partake of the evil. That's really what all that means. And so Proverbs 10, 19, uh, it just quick scripture, says in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. (coughs) That means, anyway, I'm not going to say what that means. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. And may the Lord have his blessing for the next few moments. Um, Again, I'm I'm not going to be long, but uh, last Sunday I preached on getting rid of grudges. And, and, And so what I tried to do is paint a picture of how dangerous holding on to grudges will be. And it's not dangerous for other people, it's dangerous for you. Amen. Hanging on to a grudge and unforgiveness is something that will sabotage your life. And, and, and again, remember, nothing good comes from holding a grudge or refusing to extend forgiveness. Again, I really believe that's part of what the Holy Spirit was doing this morning, is that we need to be, we need to be healed thoroughly inside and out of wounds that have been caused by people that we still have festering. Unforgiveness, I did that. Unforgiveness is one of those things that will, um, it, it, it will hurt us in the long run. Amen. Refusing to extend forgiveness always leads to conflict. By the way, we live in a world of conflict, right? Everywhere you turn. In fact, if you go back in history, if you've ever studied history, you know that, uh, in, that we were promised that World War I would be the war to end all wars. It was a promise that they made that this war would be a war that would end all wars, but that generation, the generation that came out of World War I, gave us World War II. And in World War II, we had the, the unleashing of nuclear power, nuclear fusion, and we had the, uh, 
uh, we had the, the two nuclear bombings in Japan. Not only that, uh, we had the Holocaust where six million Jews were murdered simply because of their ethnicity. So out of World War II came the United Nations. And the United Nations came about to ensure, again, their charter, they came about, they came, the, the UN came about to ensure that we would never go to war again. Since World War II, we've had 168 armed conflicts, and they do not seem to be decreasing. In fact, where we live today, it seems like we're on the brink of another global war. Now, again, conflict, I wish I could say it was just a global thing, but it's not. Conflict is not just what happens on the global scale. Conflict is what happens in our day-to-day lives. Conflict is not this, this massive abstract thing that we see over there, over there. It's something that happens in here and here. You know, I mean, think about it. We have conflict at home. We have conflict on the job. We have conflict at, uh, at church. We have conflict in society. I mean, how many's heard things like po- going postal? If I said going postal, how many of you would know what I'm talking about? I mean, right away, you would understand that. Uh, we have road rage and we have air rage. In fact, they, have, they, they, put, uh, they put air marshals on airplanes to keep uh, airplane rage down. You have people that randomly drive by shootings. You have people that get mad because you cut somebody off in traffic. And, and used to be there were uh, certain signs that were given.